So, Mo? Yes, sir. Let us go to the White House Coronavirus Task Force briefing. I don't like that they switched it up on us, but since it's live and it's going down right now, I want to hear what is the president's tone today concerning coronavirus. Here we go. I already know it. And uh, nobody would ever believe a thing like that's possible. Nobody could have ever seen something like this coming. But now we know and we know it can happen and happen again. And if it does, somebody's going to be very well prepared because of what we've learned and how we've done. It's been incredible how we've done. Remember, there's more tests than anybody by far. Wait, wait. Hey, lower that for a second. uh, (laughs) Prince Charles has it? Uh, Yes. What about the queen? Uh, we don't know. Oh, no. The yeah. queen can't catch this. No, she cannot. What about the corgis? I don't know. No. <laughs> Come on, man. Y'all messing with me. Okay, let's go back to Trump. One million face shields, 2.6 million surgical gowns, 14.6 million gloves, and almost 6,000 ventilators. And how much is the check? Which go to the areas of greatest needs. We sent, uh, over the last day, 4,000 ventilators to New York. And I spoke with, uh... The governor about that. He was happy. I spoke with the mayor also about that. Mayor de Blasio. He's right, very That's it. happy. Uh-huh, He's man. not really. It's hard not to be happy with the it, job. It doesn't get doing. spicy that until the questions come. Throughout this national <laughs> emergency, Everyday heroes continue to step forward. Yeah, he's just doing the glad handing right now. I mean, (laughs) do you think people tuning in to hear how many gloves he bought? Uh, Right. I don't think so. I don't think that's happening. I haven't seen the I haven't seen the governor of New York happy at all. I don't know where that narrative is coming from, but all right. Oh, he is handling it. You want to see Trump needs to watch (laughs) Governor Cuomo to see how this should be handled. Cuomo has like a PowerPoint presentation. Oh, does he? Now? That that like updates without him pushing a button. Like oh. he's just sitting there talking. That thing updating. He got the joke. The best TV right now is when Governor Cuomo is on CNN with his brother. Which one? Which prom- promo is that one? Oh, dude, I, man, it, it's like five of them. Billy Cuomo? No, it's not Billy. It's not John. He's the one to get mad if you call him Fredo. But if you look at the rest of the brothers and the family, he is the Fredo. I right. don't know why he's getting He is. That's why he was mad because he knows he's the Fredo. Anyway, I think it's Chris. It is Chris. He does a great job. He, him and Anderson are my favorite on, uh, on CNN. Right. Um, and Don Lemon, I go back and forth with Don Lemon. Here's what I want to uh, know. I had to realize I was talking to somebody who was reminded me, they were like, oh, man, you must be enjoying this, <clears throat> excuse me, being by yourself or, and being in your bubble. And I said, well, I'm always kind of in a bubble. I, I keep to myself in general, and I like it. I'm not, like, suffering from being by myself. But I said the thing about it is um, it still feels a little different now. I could probably get in my car and drive around, but I'm not doing that. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm adhering to what I'm supposed to adhere to because – I mean, I don't know how, any other way to put it. I don't want to catch it. I don't want to catch it and be all right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, right. I don't want experience. Right. If I can do that by staying in my house, I'm going to do it. But I realize that's not natural for a lot of people. So introverts and people that like to be by themselves and loners, whatever you want to call them, they're thriving now because this is not an upheaval. What's an upheaval is if you're the opposite of that or what I would say someone who likes to get out often and you can't like you can't even get a a beer or something simple. You can't do that anymore. So we are, let's say I hear people saying nine days into this and I thought about something. A lot of people have not spent a lot of time with their significant other. I find it weird that people are bitching about being at home with their families for about nine days in the sense of. 
well, what do you work for? Like out of all of this, you're not you might be missing your money or whatever, or the potential of you're going to lose money, but you're not missing work. Right. Like you're not wishing you were at work because you, you you do all of this hard work so you can enjoy the fruit of your labors, provide for your family and have a future and some leisure and just enjoy yourself. So you'll never get this time back again. That's all I want to say. But with that being said, I'm hearing, you know, a lot of people are learning something new about their significant other during this lockdown because this is the most time they've ever had to spend with them and that's not necessarily a negative thing i was listening to one of my favorite podcasts uh joe budden podcast today and one guy on the show rory he says well my my wife or my my, my girlfriend she runs uh she's a manager at her job and she's working from home he goes i realized i'd never heard her like do her work thing and he said she was like motivating her team and giving them a, a motivational speech. And he said he heard this voice, this work voice. He had never heard his girl's work voice before. And he said he said he stood there with his coffee in his hand, like head cocked sideways, like, listen at her. She's motivating. She's bringing joy and, and right, hope to right. everybody's life but mine. <laughs> 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 and I'm like, yeah, you know, like a lot of times you don't get to hear the other thing about your significant other or you might know she might know something a, a trick i don't know about a trick but she might know some things that you might not think i don't know right Mo? yeah um how's it going with you well uh melanie melanie has a couple of work at home days anyway so so you're it, not you're used to her being at home it's yeah yeah it's it's business as usual uh mm -hmm. as far as we are concerned in that respect uh, so yeah, I haven't, wouldn't say I've learned anything new. It's going very well. Very well. Oh, okay. 727-579-1025, 800-771-1025. If you've learned something about your significant other during the lockdown, or I realize we haven't taken a lot of Corona calls in general. If you have something on your mind, you know, we do a shorter show on Wednesday. Let's, um, yeah, let's take some calls. And a really quick, Mo. Yes, sir. I want to address something that we talked about last night. Okay. Uh, something that happened on the show last night. Um, you, hold on here. How did how did how did it go down? We were talking about characters, and I didn't, I didn't really get your response on Barney Fife as a character. Uh oh, I love Barney Fife. You don't think he's one of the greatest characters to ever be on TV? I, it's impossible. As, as much as I love the Andy Griffith uh, reruns, if Barney's not in an episode, I don't watch it. I, I don't. If Barney's, I, if Barney's not in, yeah, an episode. yeah. There, there was like Barney came in. I wanted he either came in second season or he wasn't utilized. He didn't become his character until second season. So you and agree that he's a good character? I, I think he's. I, I think he's a. He's one of the all-time great uh, yeah, characters. There, there ain't many episodes of of that show without Barney, but they had some other great characters on there too. But I put Barney Fife up there with like the iconic characters. Absolutely. Um, you know what it is when you see it. Like JJ, Jimmy Walker. Absolutely. Mr. T. Correct. Um, I don't know. I just thought you was not giving a Barney no, Fife. No, 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 no. I'm a huge fan. You'd be surprised there's more episodes without him than you think. I mean, yeah. not the majority, but definitely. Yeah, man. Well, I'm asking you about Barney Fife. Yeah. You're talking about episodes without hey, I, I'm, That's how much I love him. I won't you think, watch you him think Barney? You think Barney Fife was a better character than Goma Powell? 
Absolutely. I don't know about that. Goma got the spinoff. Uh, yeah, but you know what? I mean, this is what I'll tell you about. I really didn't find a difference between Gomer and Goober. They, they, oh, they, they, were, really, they were, well, they were brothers, first of all. Uh, yeah, they, they were. <laughs> no, they were totally different. They served the same purpose for nah, me. Nah, man. Um, um, I'm sorry. Gomer was, I, dude, Gomer and Sergeant Carter? I wasn't a fan of that series. Oh, man, it was I, one of my favorites. I, I had no desire to see Gomer surprise, go off. Surprise, surprise, surprise. <laughs> yeah, I had no desire to see him go off on his own. Shazam? No. <laughs> so, but I will say about Andy Griffith, some of the best Barney Fife moments was him and Gomer going. Yeah. Because <laughs> Gomer would frustrate the hell out of him. Now, what about Floyd the Barber? Now, was he not the first gay dude on TV? Uh, oh, yeah. Floyd was gay in black and white. Uh, yeah. That mustache was definitely oh, a, it little, was. a little flamboyant. Oh, it was more than the mustache, yeah, dude. It was yeah. the, the glasses. The swagger. The, the side, yeah, the side yeah. eye, yeah. He, he wanted to lay that chair back. Yeah, never saw him cutting a uh, uh, female's hair. No, never. Not a barbershop, no. <laughs> hey, let's go back to the president. <laughs> All right. And let me tell you, some of the people that took the biggest advantage of us are allies. You know, we talk about allies. They took advantage of us in many ways, but financially as well as even militarily. When you look at, look, uh, I got, if you look at NATO, the abuse that was given to our country on NATO, where they wouldn't pay. And we were paying for everybody. We're paying. Now, because of me, they're paying a lot. Now they've paid $125, $135 billion more. And then uh, ultimately, Secretary General Stoltenberg. What do you think, Manusha? Think think about you would say is maybe my biggest fan. (laughs) We got him to pay an additional four hundred billion dollars, billion other countries. And uh, but but you know that. And then there's the trade. They make it they make it almost impossible. What does this have to do for us to have a fair deal? They know this. They know I'm just waiting. We have all the advantages, by the way. It's going to be easy when I decide to do it. But this isn't the right time to do it. But oh, we've been treated very, very unfairly the by the European again. Union. Mr. President, uh, four Republican senators uh, have indicated that the extra $600 for unemployment insurance Here we go. may encourage workers to leave their jobs, even though you can only collect unemployment if you're fired. I'm curious what you think of that concern. Well, I, I know the issue very well. We talked about it just a little while ago. I'll let Steve, I'm going to let you about maybe talk discuss about that. Sure. Now, the president, I spoke to several of those senators today, but let me just explain the issue, which is, We wanted to have enhanced unemployment insurance. Mm -hmm. Most of these state systems have technology that's 30 years old or older. So if we had the ability to customize this with much more specifics, we would have. This was the only way we could assure that the states could get money out quickly. Am I hearing this right, Mo? So we used $600 across the board. Pull that down. If they um, are are they trying to are are they saying that? They're worried about people with the extra six hundred dollars trying to quit their job because they'll make more money on unemployment. Lindsey Graham, uh, Scott, who was the tool we had as governor for suit too long? Scott, uh, 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 Rick Scott, uh, Rick, uh, Scott. Uh, Rick, Rick, I'm a tool. Scott and yeah. two others are threatening to hold up the uh, uh, package, the uh, two trillion dollar relief package, uh, because they don't want uh, people to be able to get an extra six hundred dollars of unemployment insurance. Yeah, but. 
But they were talking about people quitting their jobs. No, no, but they were saying that it would encourage people not to work. But as right. the reporter responded, you only get unemployment if you're fired. Dude, the easiest thing you can do is get fired. Yeah. <laughs> well, that is the Wait, have you, I've been fired from a job. <laughs> this is like, but I don't think you get unemployment I, if you're fired okay. with cause. You have to be no, fired without cause. No, 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 no. Cause is, yeah, there is no cause. Uh, sure. I, I think that, no, there's cause, there's a right to work. So sometimes there's no cause. But you, no, I'm saying that, but you can't but, light up a doobie in the, uh, in the break room to get fired so well, you can collect it's not about, It's not about, well, yeah, yeah, but hold on. It's about if they contest it when you apply for it. Right. You can apply for it if you get fired. Sure, yeah. Absolutely. Even if it's for cause, as you yes, say. But, right, right. You know, they might want to be cool. Yeah. It's just like if, uh, well, like if you, I don't know, if you leave a radio station and they don't enforce your non-compete. Yeah. Then that means, yeah, that means they think you suck. Right, yeah, right, right, <laughs> right, right, correct, correct, correct. So uh, yeah. that's about all I know about yeah. that. What is the Nooch talking about now, Manooch? It, it's not looking promising. Oh, We've no, gotten so many people back. We've got two people back this week. But uh, Robert Levinson, who was outstanding, uh, he was, he's been sick for a long time. Uh, and in, in, uh, he had some rough problems yeah. prior to his detainment or capture. And uh, we feel terribly for the family. But Do you accept that he is dead? No, I don't accept that he's dead. I don't accept it. I mean, I'm telling you, it's not, it's not looking great, but I, I won't accept that he's dead. They haven't told us that he's dead. But a lot of people are thinking that that is the case. Feel badly about it. Mr. President, you tweeted earlier linking the closing of the country to your election success uh, in, in November. Uh -oh. Is this Easter timeline based on your political interests? What do you because mean by election success? No. You, you tweeted, you said that the media wants the country to remain closed to hurt your opposition. No, no, I think the media, yeah, no, the media would like to see me do poorly in the election. I think, sir, sir, I think. Lawmakers and economists on both that, sides of the aisle have said that reopening the country by Easter is not a good idea. What is that plan based on? Just so you understand. Are you ready? Uh -oh. I think there are certain people that would like it not to open so quickly. Are you ready? I think there are certain people that would like it to do financially poorly because they think that would be very good as far as defeating me at the polls. And I don't know if that's so, but I do think it's so that a lot of that there are people in your profession that would like that to happen. I think it's very clear. I think it's very clear that there are people in your profession that write fake news. You do. She does. There are people in your profession that write fake news. They would love to see me for whatever reason, because we've done one hell of a job. Nobody's done okay. the job that we've done. And it's lucky that you have this group here right now for this problem. Or you wouldn't even have a country left. Okay. Wow. Mr. President, two questions. The first one, one. This is a... Wow. It's, I, I wish it was as exciting to me as it is to you, Mo. You know how people say God, people will mansplain? Yeah. Trump has this uh, technique where he handsplains, where where he hunches down and he brings the hands back and forth like he's playing an imaginary accordion. Let's take a call. Let's talk to Ken, who's been holding. All right. Got him right there. Ken, you're on the bone. Hey, guys. Hey, what's going on, man? Yeah, hi. Thanks. I'm asking you to help me understand uh, whether or not going to a fast food drive-through right now is is safe or not. It, it well, seems it, in my mind logically that they should all be closed because the, the guy in the drive-through is just handing money from one guy to the next, and isn't that you know well, a way to spread germs? Let me let me ask you a question, Ken. I mean, is this your only food option? It is not, but I I do drive a lot for work, and I'm on the road a lot, and I don't know. Okay. You know, well, I mean, if it's safe. 
I have no idea, man. I think that the your risk level may be different from mine, may be different from Mo's. Mo, you gonna stop going to the um the Popeyes? Uh, no. Why? Okay. Why, why would I? Mo's not. Mo's the wrong person to ask because it's about food. But, so but, it's Jr. <laughs> <laughs> right? They would roll if it was on fire, and Mo could get in and out with just one sleeve lit. He'd do it. Uh, uh, but I'm trying to understand what Ken's cons- primary concern uh, because is. there's a coronavirus, Mo, oh, and he uh, wants to know if he's yes. safe. Going to get a, a drive through. Sure. It's well, good. how do you know the people that are handing you the food? What about the what about the the food delivery drivers? Well, money, right? well, I, I, there, there's a line one after another, car after car, all day long, and yeah. this lady's touching this money from their hand. Oh, all that's day true. Long and and, well, and can. they are exchanging. There, the window has to come down. The air is coming out. You can smell the McDonald's I, in your car. I, all right, Ken. How is that different from your transaction at the grocery store? I'm using a credit card and hitting the button with my knuckle. Well, uh, well okay, mm-hmm. but how about knuckle up, bro? Not everybody yeah, uses uh, cash in a uh, drive-thru. And you still got bacteria on your knuckle. Yeah. Not really. You just don't touch your face with your knuckle. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ken, man, good luck, man. If you get hungry enough, you'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. More Popeyes for me. I don't but, care. But I'm going to tell you, if you're going to risk it, if you're gonna risk it all, bro, get a get a good sandwich. Don't just get this Don't settle true. for any place. This is true. Don't just, yeah, don't, don't. I ain't going to say De- nothing. Demand hot fries, okay? <laughs> you deserve it, Ken. Yeah, damn right. <laughs> you, I tell you what, in a Corona state, you better not hand me some cold fries. Dude, that's how I feel when I break my diet. I don't really eat fast food unless i'm in a jam or something but man if i'm gonna pull over and get me a good old cheeseburger i feel you i it's got to be piping hot bro absolutely I, that's the only time i'll act a fool and when i act a fool i'm just you know i need I, I need to talk to the manager absolutely dude one time i pulled over i got parked at a restaurant and they brought me out because of my sandwich they said and they brought me out cold fries and i said what i waited why did I wait for cold fries? <laughs> this is true. I don't get it. This is true. Let's take one more from John before we go to break. John, you're on the Soul Brother Kevin show. What's up, John? Well, that fellow who called in a little bit ago talked about his girlfriend working from home, mm-hmm. and he'd never heard her work voice before. Right. And he's standing with his coffee, and he's surprised that she was so. Uh, he said she was so over the top and pleasant and leadership and yeah pleasant and he, and he and he was like oh she's giving joy to these other people but she don't ever give none to me but yeah. i gotta tell you okay. my wife she's heard me on the phone with my customers at night i work for myself so i have to call all my customers for the you know following day mm-hmm. and she'll say how come you're so nice and so polite and so happy to those people and i said because those people don't never gripe at me and they're never assholes to me all right. So I don't see I don't see their bad side and they don't see my bad side. Well, you know what, man? I don't know if that might have did that improve the situation at all. <laughs> Not at all. Okay. Well, you get hey, this is what I learned about a woman. You get out of her what you put into her. Indeed. Oh, I know it. I know it. Mm-hmm. But if you, if, or maybe you ain't doing it right. <laughs> or maybe what he putting into her ain't all that hot. <laughs> oh, oh man. All right, John. Take it easy, brother, and um, good luck.